0: This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Hey, Life Church at home and Life Church in the room. Good for you to see, for me to see you, and for you to see me if you're at home. Fantastic. It's great to be together and to see. Increasing numbers of people coming back together. So, uh, Easter's going to be very exciting for that to see some more of you. We have so missed you. And all the kids are about at least six inches taller. And uh, I'm just exactly the same. But uh, we're doing good. Uh, Trish and I really, uh, are really blessed, as well as uh, four handsome, healthy, and intelligent grandsons. And I'm biased. We also have a beautiful granddaughter, and uh, we got to see her on uh, on Wednesday afternoon uh, briefly, and that was wonderful. And so we uh, we're loving that. I love family news. It's great, isn't it? Big congratulations to Ken and Jan Fitzsimmons on their golden wedding this weekend. That's awesome. Members of our church community, much appreciated. Good, generous, kind, caring people, and uh, faithful people. So bless them for that. So, uh, and for you, if you've had a birthday and I've missed it, I'm sorry. uh, But happy birthday! Happy New Year! Merry Christmas! just covering all the bases, right? So, uh, no one's left out. Happy anniversary. Happy, um, whatever. Uh, Thanksgiving. We could go on, but we better not. So today we've got the final part of our series, Advance. And uh, Advance is a the theme for the year, right? Advance 2021. There's a clue in that sentence. And so that's the theme for the year. But this, uh, five week series of advance this is this is the final part that we're going to come to this morning and we as we we're talking about moving forward we're talking about making progress we're talking about taking new ground and it's it's about progress it's not about staying as we are it's about it's about going forward. And, uh, you know, right now, I do very much appreciate that some of you at home particularly who've had to isolate right through this period, you're thinking, well, uh, the best I can hope for is to get out of these four walls. So I want you to know that we, we, we care about you and, and, and we, we, we don't fully understand because that's not my experience, but we do empathize with you. We're praying for you and you, we want you to know that you're just as much part Of this community, as anyone else that's in the room, so bless you. And I was reflecting uh, this week about uh, some of the precious people that we've lost through this period in our church community with COVID. Some of you have members of your family that, that, that you 've lost, and we, there was a, an opportunity wasn 't it this week to, to have a, a minute 's silence there was an opportunity to reflect on that, and I want you to know that you know God sees all of that, He sees your pain, he sees your anxiety, he sees all of that, and I want to pray for you right now, so if you 're at home and, and, and very much restricted, I want to pray for you, and I want to be, and i 'm believing that god 's going to touch you where you are. Some of you in the room are really struggling with all sorts of challenges, health challenges and, 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 and challenges of, 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 of anxiety and, and so on. I'm praying for you too. Father, would you help us with this? We confess, Lord, that without you, we don't know where we'd be right now. And Lord, I pray for every person at home under the sound of my voice, Lord, I pray that they will know your strength, your encouragement, your presence, your comfort right now. And that would be so real and tangible. It will take, make a difference and help them to move forward. And for this, us here also, Father, thank you that you can speak into our lives. Thank you for words of life that transform us. Amen. Wonderful. So, here we are. And like a lot of bad situations, they come to pass. They don't come to stay, they come to pass. So this is passing. We're beginning to move forward. Baby steps, absolutely. All of us have to think about the safety of others. Absolutely all of that. However, we can see that we are beginning to go forward. And all the things that God has spoken to us about as a church community, we're going to take these we're going to go for it. We are going to care for more people. We are going to love more people. We are going to see more lives transformed. We are going for that. We are going forward. We're not trying to contain or or hold on to something because only God keeps people. We don't do that. And so we're leaving that with the Lord, but we're going forward making the difference as much as we possibly can. So I want you to to, kind of think about that, that actually God has something for you to take hold of. God has something for you to advance towards, and it's not something that's disappearing into the distance, the nearer you, the more, no, God's not hiding things from us, he's revealing things for us, and he wants us to take hold of those things. So I want you to think about that, and we're going to look at the story of God's people coming out of captivity into freedom. And as we know, that was a process. When we look at the, the book of Joshua, we see it took them a long time to get where God wanted them to be. And that was because of disobedience and, 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 and all sorts of uh, principally about that. But we also see that they were obedient to God in the middle of all of that. And it, it's, a, it's, it's a complex, complex story. But the big lesson is, let's get with the program As regards what God's saying to us rather than kind of wait around. So I want to uh, read to you in in just a moment from Joshua chapter 6. It will be on the screen. But just to say, first of all, as the people were leaving the oppression of Egypt, whether their freedoms were restricted. Sound familiar? It's way worse than what we've been through, of course. But God had promised them something better A level of freedom and growth that they could not experience whilst in captivity. So can I speak those words of life to you this morning, across this Life Church community, to each one of us, to say by the power of God, we will go into something bigger and better than we've ever experienced before. Because that's what God does. Because that's who who. God is. So, they had to leave something to gain what God had for them. It was time for them to come out of Egypt. Metaphorically, I believe it's time for us to come out of Egypt as well, to move forward into all that God has for us. So, their first major test was a, uh, a city called Jericho. And this city of Jericho was famous it was so strong and fortified, the walls were so thick and strong, that it was an intimidation to people in the area. People didn't even have, try to, to, to conquer them because it was so fortified. And so, for God's people to progress, they had to take on this huge challenge. And you know, I believe, and I've seen you know, through, through the years... In my life, in your life, and the lives of people, if we don't take head on the biggest challenges in our lives, we never really make progress. If we kind of just tweak around with the little problems, that's not the answer. If you've got a life-controlling habit or there's some particular problem, that needs to be dealt with first. If it's an attitude problem, if it's a persistent sin, whatever that is, that In God's strength, that has to be dealt with first. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom, and everything else will be added to it. So we're not, we're not obsessed with the detail. We need to get into the real challenges and face those head-on. And there may be something for you that's totally different for me, but we need to take on those challenges. So having, having said all of that, they had to deal with the big challenge first and foremost. So, the story of uh, God's people taking Jericho might be a very familiar one to you. It may not be, but I will remind you or tell you for the first time. Joshua chapter 6. Now, the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, so he had a word from God, right? So, we work on what God says to us. He heard from God. God says this, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. It didn't look like that at the time. Along with its king and its fighting men. Then he's a bizarre thing that God told Jericho, uh, Joshua to do regarding Jericho. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Make seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, make the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everything, everyone straight in. So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, So he's even this bizarre plan, right? But he is obedient and faithful to what God's told him to do. And he then presents it. So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, take up the ark of the covenant of the Lord and make seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. Here's a key verse, verse 7. And they ordered the army advance, march around the city with an armed guard going ahead of the ark of the Lord, advance. He said. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing the trumpet. So they did this for six consecutive days. Once round the city walls, with the trumpets, with the armed guard, with the Ark of the Covenant, they did that for six days. They were obedient to what God had told them to do. Why six days? Probably because so it reminded them that we had to trust God. It wasn't an instant answer to prayer. And then he goes on to say, so at the end, they'd done it six days, and on the final day, they walked around seven times. So he had the ark of the Lord carried round the city circle at once. Then the army returned to camp and spent the day there. Verse 20, when the trumpet sounded, the army shouted, and the sound of the trumpet. When the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed so that everyone charged straight in and took the city. Advance is what he told them to do. And by advancing, being obedient with what God had told them to do, they took possession of what God had already given to them. Because when God gives us something, we have to take possession of it. It doesn't fall onto our laps. There is generally something that we also have to do to take hold of what God has to do. So if I have a life-controlling problem or habit in my life, God will definitely give me the strength to conquer that. Absolutely believe that. However, I also have to do something. I also have to take steps to get myself around right-thinking people, godly people, to get encouragement, to be in community. I need to do that as, well, if you've got a challenge in your household right now, a member of your family, uh, an illness or an attitude or whatever it is, it might, yes, pray about it, absolutely pray about it, but also do what you should do. Don't, you know, you know be, be more, even more loving than ever. Be even more uh, patient than ever, easy for me to say, but that's how we reach people, by love, not by excluding them. So, We need to respond to that. So Joshua gave them their marching orders. And this morning, you're getting your marching orders. Now that, in a good way, that doesn't mean leave. That means, let's go. Let's go and do something. Now Joshua ordered the people. The only thing that I'm going to order is possibly a takeaway, Uh, Maybe something off Amazon. But I am going to try to inspire and encourage you to advance. Because if we can advance together, then we will get into everything that God has for us. It's not just me and and a few people, a team, and and the really committed ones. No, we're all in, right? We're all in. We're not not fiddling about with this and kind of observing. No, we're all in and we're all... We can all go forward. We can advance together. As the scripture we've been using uh, for the year, the inspiration uh, from the year from Philippians 3, let us all advance together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. So we are going to advance. Now let me just just say, put a little rider in here, and it may be that like me, when you read some of these Old Testament books and these Old Testament stories, then you think, this is all a bit brutal. I don't understand how this works. Well, don't get too wound up with the context of that and, and kind of stumble over the metaphor of what I'm talking about, of advancing as an army, because we're not against people. We're for people, as God is. You know, churches say, well, God is for, if God is for us, who can be against us? That's true. But don't run away with the idea that God's against everybody else. He's not. God's for people, right? Jesus gave his life for people. God's not against people. Our struggle, the Bible says, is against principalities and powers. It's not against people. It might manifest that it looks like a person, a personality. But we are for people, just as Jesus was and gave his life for that. So let's not stumble over this idea of this devastation. When you read on the rest of the uh, the account, so I want us to notice uh, three things. Uh, for, first of all, maybe more if we have time. But the first three, the first three things I want us to notice about what actually happened about this strategy. To you and me, it seemed a strange thing to do to walk around the city. They were making themselves vulnerable by just walking around. They could have been. You know, I've seen, we've seen the films, haven't we, where people throw all sorts of horrible stuff over at you when you're walking around. They were making themselves vulnerable, but they had God's protection. So there's three things I want to notice. First of all, they advanced with praise. Very important. Whether I feel like it or whether I don't feel like it, I've got to be a, pr- a person who praises God. Now, we're not just talking about Sunday when we can sing, because we can't do that right now anyway, well, I'm not just talking about that kind of worship, but we need to get our praise on. You know, David David found, when David was able to even say, you know, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. If you've got nothing else to praise God for, and he ought to do, because he's saved us, he relieved, he's redeemed us, he's forgiven us. We can begin that kind of praise. This is not circumstantially affected. This is not about how I feel today or how I might feel tomorrow. This is a commitment to be a, a person of praise. I will praise God no matter what. I feel great sometimes. I've praised God at, at, at funerals of my nearest and dearest because it's a decision I love God. I serve God. I praise God. I'm not trying to be clever about it. I'm just saying it has to be something in us that we are people of praise. And not just when things go well, because things don't always go well. And if you've lived longer than five minutes, you will know that sometimes things go pretty rubbish, badly. But we are going to praise God no matter what, no matter the circumstances. So they advanced with praise. They had the trumpets And the the Ram's Horns, nothing too uh, impressive in that, but they, I mean, were were they going through their Spotify list in acoustic version with with, with the Ram's Horns? It could have been. Were they playing familiar, familiar songs? I don't know what was happening here, but as I set a picture of what was happening at this point, I'm convinced that they advanced with praise. And we will advance with praise as Life Church. We will advance thanking God for who He is. Yes, when we can gather together, we can take off the mask one day and we can sing our hearts out and our heads off and, and raise the roof and all those kind of stuff. We will do that, but in the mean, we're not waiting for that. We're praising God right now. and praising God at home. Yeah, that might involve singing. If no one's listening, it goes really well. Sounds great. When someone's listening, not so much. But we're praising. We're people of praise. So we continue to praise God. So how has your praising been going this last 12 months? Well, it's been tough. Hello. Tough tougher as all. Tougher for some than others. Absolutely don't misunderstand me. But we keep get our praise on. God, thank you for saving me. Come on, remind ourselves, as David said, soul bless the Lord. He told himself, he reminded himself to do that. So they advanced with praise. They, secondly, they advanced with God's presence. Really key here, they took the Ark of the Covenant. And the Ark of the Covenant was a representation of the presence of God. Right now, New Covenant, we know that God lives in us by His Spirit. Back then, the representation of the presence of God was the Ark of the Covenant. Not time to go into that in any greater uh, detail. Some of you know quite a bit about that, some of you maybe not so much. The point is, it was the presence of God. So I don't want to go anywhere without the presence of God. Why would I do that, right? Why would I advance without the presence of God? But that's okay because God is, lives in me by his Spirit. As a Christian, so I ca- I'm a carrier of the pres- presence of God. I'm a custodian of the presence of God. And it needs to start looking like it a bit more that I take the presence of God. When we, you or I go into an impossible situation, you take the presence of God. When you're into a, a family situation, whether where someone is a bereavement or, or whatever the challenge is, you carry the presence of God. God always goes with you. They took the presence of God and they surrounded the city with the presence of God. What a thought that is, that we could surround the cities of, in East Lancashire, or the towns and villages rather. We could surround them, your street, your village, your area, your place of work, your place of recreation, whatever. We carry the presence of God there when we go. This is what they did, and it was Fantastic as it always is, carry the presence of God. We can know God's presence every day because God lives in us by His Spirit. And number three, they advanced with God's protection. Really important. Really important. They had the guard at the back, they had the priests playing the trumpets. They had. the Ark of the Covenant, they had the guard at the front, and they had the guard at the back. And when we go, when we advance, we have God's protection. God is certainly always with us. Well, you know, we've, we've, we've looked at, just last year, we talked about the armor of God. We talked about putting on the whole armor of God and we talked about the fact that our protection is as we go forward it's it's an it's an a, a, attack attack rather than a defensive thing on on the back but when we go forward together we've got each other's backs we're looking out for each other that's that's how it, it, it's it's supposed to be we, we've, we've got each other's backs but more than that as we go forward with God's armor we have his protection and his Presence with us, as he said. The idea was to impress the Canaanites, the people who lived in the city of Jericho, that these people mean business because God's with them and God's going to help them win this victory. Six times, then the seventh day, the final time. It was a process of reminding them and reminding the people that were walking and, and also speaking something to those that were in that city, to teach them a memorable lesson. The people obeyed God consistently. And you know, God responds to obedience. When God asks us to do something, he blesses us from our obedience, not from our attempts to do great things for him. God is impressed and responds to our obedience. Obeys better than sacrifice, the Bible tells us. So we respond with obedience. You know, it's not great acts, but great obedience that brings a victory. They could have had their own ideas of how this could have worked. They could have had their own plan of what was going to happen. But no. They followed what God had told them to do. And because of that, God blessed them and they won an incredible uh, victory. This idea of repeti- repetition, we all know that we learn by repetition. We understand that. That's a a principle of, of, of teaching. And, you know, it's good that we don't get an instant response sometimes. It's good that we don't get an instant answer because we have to learn in the process of praying for something that God can teach us something. Well, patience, absolutely, but trust in Him, reliance on Him. We can't just get this sorted. We've heard praise reports this morning, and some things have been quick, and some things have taken a long time. But it's in that faithfulness of consistently praying that God brings the victory. Obedience brings God's favor, not great, just great acts of obe- not, great, not great acts, but great obedience. The process brought that. And it's in, in that process of waiting, crying out to God, consistently walking around that, they, we, they saw. God come through and they learned how to trust him and rely on him to win this great battle. It was all about faith. It says in Hebrews 11:30, by faith the walls of Jericho fell after after the army had marched around them for 7 days. That's why the walls fell. It wasn't an earthquake. It wasn't a, natu- a natural phenomenon. It was faith that brought those walls down. It wasn't them pushing against them. It wasn't them getting battering rams. It wasn't any of that. It was faith that brought the walls down. And I want to tell you this morning that if we are facing big obstacles and big challenges, it's faith. That will see us through. It's not hope. It's not our own ideas. It's not coming up with a plan. They could have come up with a plan of, 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 of just kind of uh, trying to sneak in and open the doors or build big battering rams or all that. No, God said, This is how to do it. And if you do this, you will see the victory. The size of the problem and the strength of the enemy is never the issue, it's our God. It's always our God. And you may be facing huge challenges. God's with you. It's victory is not determined by the size of the problem or the strength of the enemy. It's our faith and our trust in God. Whatever that is, take hold of that this morning. Grab that. Apply that to what it needs to apply in your life and believe that. It's also interesting to know that God's way is often not our way doesn't that annoy you? When you pray, God, will you answer this prayer? And God answers it, but in a different way. and think, what? No. God's way is always better than my way. Always better than my way. And often not, not our way. If they'd got, a, got themselves together and they've got the leaders together and had a plan to defeat this city, it wouldn't have looked anything like what God told them to do. But God's way is always the right way. God's way works works. Advance. Just do what God tells us to do. The story of Jesus' first miracle in the Gospels, turning the water into wine at the wedding feast. Mary, the mother of Jesus, said to the waiters, whatever he says to you, do it. There's a a real truth right there. If we do what God tells us to do, it brings a blessing. Yes, we need to take advice from, 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 from mature Christians, and, uh, absolutely. But when we hear from God, whatever he says, let's do it. Obedience brings the victory. Imagine how it would have been if on Vision Sunday, I said, what we're going to do, church, is we're going to walk, walk around in circles for 2021. we we said we've had that. We've had 12 months of that. Lockdowns, no lockdowns, back, back, forth. We've had that. We've had the going round in circles. Groundhog Day, we know all about Groundhog Day. But by being obedient to God, they got the victory. And what we're saying this, this year, advance. We're going to go forward into all that God has. We can learn through that. There's a lesson to be learned that if we trust God... He will come through. Proverbs three five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lead. Do not depend on your own understanding. Their own understanding would have come up with a different plan. But no, they trusted God, and God gave the victory. Though the victory belonged to God, the people had to take the responsibility. They could have said, "God, what? Well, just knock the walls down. We'll wait here." And when the what? That, that that would be a negotiation. We don't get to negotiate with God because we're not, we're not equal with God. But we do get to be obedient to what God has told us, not to depend on our own understanding. The victory belonged to God. They learned an incredible lesson. We know that. We know that it's all down to God. We know that only God can get us a victory. We only know that God can provide for us. We know that only God can bring answers to those prayers. But we, if you're anything like me, sometimes we're prone to think, well, maybe I can sort it. But we need to rely on God and trust Him and trust Him. Faith, obedience, courage, endurance, all of these things came into play and they learned That by faith, we win the battles. Yes, by obedience, to follow the plan exactly. By courage, we can see a victory. By endurance, they keep going over those seven days. And then the victory came. If only we got victory in seven days on everything. (laughs) It's not, not how God works it. But let me tell you, if we stay true to God stay in faith be courageous endure God absolutely comes through and i believe that for our for you for me for us together as a church community trust was in the lord not in human ingenuity so what we're going to do we're going to advance we're going to advance with god's with praise we're going to advance with god's presence and we're going to advance knowing we have God's protection. Those three come into play. We're believing that God will help us in all of those areas. Advance, advance, advance. Would you stand with me? We'll pray. It's entirely up to you what you do with this. Because I believe it's from God. But I'm going to give you your marching orders. Ha, <laughs> ha, I'm going to encourage you to advance, to go forward into all that God has for you. That will be something different, perhaps, to each one of us, right? But together, we can go forward. Yeah, the past is the past, and it's not ever going to look like it used to look. Times have changed, but God is certainly with us, and we will go forward. Father, thank you for this great group of people, those at home, online, online, Life Church. Those in the room here, Life Church. Together, we are a community of faith. We believe in you. We trust you, Lord. We rely on you. We want to confess right now that without you, Lord, we don't know what we would have done or what we will do, but we know that we've got you. So, we seek to be obedient, to be all in, to advance with your absolutely with praise with your presence and your protection because we believe the battle belongs to the Lord and so Lord we just want to be true to that and be faithful to you encourage every person Lord strengthen our arms strengthen our feet Lord strengthen us right the way through Lord, our hearts our minds Lord renew bring strength bring help Holy Spirit impress upon us increasingly Lord that we need direction From you, that your presence is absolutely in us by faith. We believe that. Let us go forward, Lord, into greater and better things for your honor and for your glory, for your for your fame, Lord, not for ours. For your honor, not for ours. And Lord, we say thank you that you count us worthy just to play a little part in what you're doing in these times across East Lancashire and beyond. Help us, Lord. Encourage us. Bless us, we pray. Amen. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at on social media or our website, lifelanks.org. Life Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation and the nations with the good news about Jesus.